0: All right, welcome to a special edition of the Mexican soccer show. I am Luis Vasquez, and our long podcast, usually, but this time we're gonna cut it short. Not because we don't have a lot to talk about, but because we want to stay this segment to have uh a fun and as you can see, or if you're not listening, you're not seeing us, uh you can hear us. We have the Cooligans, the coolest uh soccer podcast. These guys are our friends, and uh Bring them once again to the Mexican soccer show where they were with us around a year ago in the Liga MX MLS All-Star Game. Saying hi, how are you? Glad you're on and uh, you guys are... Are 100%, I think. That's how you. <laughs>
1: yeah, happy to be here. Uh, mucho gusto, hizo Un placer, como siempre.
0: No mames. So, okay. <laughs> you uh, know- disclaimer, this is going to be a, a different type of uh, of show. Just want to let you know, we might get into some topics. I do have our producer, Amy, that's on right now. So if, if it goes a little bit... Uh, She's on the bleed button. NC-17. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not even say rated R because I'm sure it's going to go rated R. That NC-17, you know what I'm talking about, right? When we couldn't get into those movies because you have an adult. That's uh-huh. what you might need for this show. It's okay. No sponsors are coming on. We're good. So what's up? <laughs> yeah. We're just uh, reminding
1: everybody. It's like, these guys – are not making us any money, right? The
2: thoughts <laughs> provided are of their own, not ours. You will laugh
0: at this show. We're just but, reading um... the
2: script you sent us, We so <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: you gonna be for laughing a smiling. lot on this show, and it's gonna be cool. But uh, let's let's jump right in. Uh, you were there at the MLS All-Star Game. I couldn't go this year around, it was just too far north for me. Uh, did I have a cutoff. Wow. Of, of where I go, and I usually send Amy <laughs> anything above like Idaho. I'm, I, I don't necessarily <laughs> go, that's usually how we travel. And uh, Amy's like, Yo, I just got back from Mexico from whatever, so who's gonna go? And I'm like, You know what? The coolest are gonna send some stuff, so but you guys are awesome. how to go? And uh, were you cold? Was it no, warm? no, uh, it
2: was hot. It was a little
0: bit cooler
2: than it was in New York, so it was actually a nice break to get a, like, a little breeze at little night. Eighties. Yeah. 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 Also, I want—I just That's want funny. to say—I don't know where Idaho is. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, let's put that right out
2: there. <laughs> uh, no, it was fun. Luckily, it wasn't freezing. Uh, you know, it wasn't like the the match that was played there where everybody left uh, too cold. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: um, no, but we had a great time. Uh, you know, just like in, in Los Angeles last year. Um, MLS All Star, at least for us, and, and probably for a lot of other people who either work in media or are mm-hmm. or are content creators or whatever, it's a it's the one time a year where you get to like see everybody in American mm-hmm. soccer, and th- that. Is very unique to this country, where the Premier League doesn't have an All Star Game, where every all the fans are hanging out with each other. Like, wouldn't that be fun? Arsenal and Tottenham fans just (laughs) hugging.
0: That's not gonna (laughs) happen.
2: Premier League fans aren't allowed to have fun. Right,
0: right. (laughs) That's what sidelines coaches fighting at the Right. All Star Game handshakes back and forth. Jeez, (laughs) they
2: did. They did when it was Caleb Porter and uh, Pep Guardiola. Yeah, there was a little scuffle. Okay, Caleb followed him in the locker room. Some history. Um, but no, we had a great time, man. It's
1: uh, MLS, yeah. I always tell people if you have an opportunity to go to MLS All Star, go. It's a really, really unique and cool experience.
0: It, it, it looks fun. It, I mean, when we were looking in there, not only because uh, you know when MLS puts it together, they do such a great job. For us, we don't see that level of like <laughs> they put something together outside of maybe some in Mexico games. But when all of our colleagues from Mexico go up, they're like, we get treated like royalty. We get this. We get that. Yeah. And not only that even access i saw so many whether it's it's you know network you know big wigs to small podcasters and whatever get you know time with bella get time with chicharito and it's pretty cool to see that uh that when they put this together at least on the media side it's awesome to go i wish i would have went and all the things that are around it because of it from uh, it, it's just fun um, specifically you guys got a chance to interview you know the two uh, the two players that Mexico is always looking for when it when it comes to what's happening right now with Chicharito Vela. Tell us how that was. Tell us your conversation and how it went.
1: I think the first thing I would say is we did not talk to them about playing for
2: Mexico at all. And they (laughs) loved that. Yeah, we didn't bother them (laughs) about it. We didn't ask them why or why not. No, we simply talked to them about being themselves. We talked about food. We talked about uh, they mess with each other, which is so much fun. Actually, it started out with just a a conversation with Chicharito, which we weren't even 100% sure was going to happen. They were like, hey, Mm -hmm. if you come to the Mm -hmm. training, we will try. And then when he showed up, We're like, oh, cool. We maybe got about seven minutes with him before his handle was like, wow, and wrap this up, you know? And then all of a sudden, Vela comes over and I looked at Christian like, oh, my God, it's happening.
1: Yeah, I could not believe I I was already I'm a huge fan of Chicharito. I And I'm glad I I got to tell him that we Uh, gave him his flowers a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, for being like a progressive
2: Latino dude when it comes to like sharing his emotions and stuff.
1: Yeah. And and, I don't
2: think happens enough in our culture.
1: Right. So we were talking about that. And in the literally in the middle of that conversation Carlos Carlos Vela, just just like of all people to show up and be like, hey, who's this guy over here? We came here to bust balls. If
2: it was (laughs) Walker Zimmer, we'd be like, get out of our interview with (laughs) TJ Vela. Walker, we like you, Walker. We already interviewed you. We were homies. Get out of here, bro.
1: Vela. No, and it was great to see them. Uh, embrace each other and, and mm-hmm. joke around with each other. I think we're, we're used to seeing, you know, them on them on the pitch and 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 them just have that like you know competitive back and forth. But they were, you can clearly tell that they were yeah. friends, and we have all these like the, the if you the interview is available now on our podcast, but. I mean, they're they're
2: laughing a lot, and it's like, and we just got the We even f- brought that up—the whole friend thing. We talked about like it's weird to see you guys be friends, and Chicharito's like, "Yeah, come on, we're friends," and Vela's like, "Who said we're friends?" Yeah, but like yeah. they're <laughs> joking with each other, and it was so cool to see that. Yeah, yeah, and it was
1: like we even asked them like, "Hey, do you want to like you know do the interview in English or Spanish?" And they're like, "Oh, it's English." Even Carlos Vela, a lot of people are asking me like, "Oh, is." Was he comfortable? And English? because I'm like, this guy's like making jokes. He's, he's like, yeah. he came over and started talking. A million percent comfortable. Yeah. I even said
2: to him, I'm like, dude, I have an old Arsenal shirt with Vela on it. And he was like, good, you have good taste. Like, he even <laughs> he was like, you know, he's like, I'm like, all right, this kid's all right. So
1: that was, yeah. uh, we were talking about this after it happened. We're like, that is a huge moment for us personally and professionally. For the culture. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, these are two you know mexican superstars and and the fact that we got to joke with them about like man you you know these these two guys have broken our american hearts more than almost anybody and the fact that they were like having fun with that and being playful i think is a nice side uh to see that we don't normally get to see
0: the podcast will be available in our description so you guys can definitely go to it when we uh, we put this up uh you look at it and you can see where it's at that's the against featuring chicharito and Vela. I, I it's awesome that you guys got that that's that's what i really love whenever we're doing stuff with both players that they feel comfortable enough for them to laugh for so they can joke around and i and i sometimes get that because there are players that want to for example miguel ayun was always like oh yeah i'll talk to you guys because you guys do this in english and i want to practice my english right, you know right. or they're not going to get this usual hey when are you why aren't you playing for mexico questions they knew that with you they felt comfortable and and of course they have friends every time they play in the classico, it's like everyone's in the stands fighting all the fans and it's right. like i can tell you chicharita and vela just going like dude we, we're, we're cool man let's let us let us laugh in the tunnel we're about to play a hundred percent you know they say mentality and be there ready to go these guys are laughing and like pranking each other going yeah. in and then afterwards and that that's cool to see the camaraderie that's cool to see
1: yeah the, so dope. the one thing i was like As I was talking to them, it's weird to talk to both of them at the same time, especially when one of their teams is doing so much better than the other one. (laughs) So so there's a little bit of, like, there was one question when I'm asking about, like, you know, signing Gareth Bale and Chiellini, and then it's like, hey, Chicharito, you got somebody, right? I don't know.
0: (laughs) How's got, it going with
2: Sasha Name, you know. <laughs> I mean, all due respect to those names, but it, but even even uh, to played along with that. He goes, uh, "We talked about Gareth Bale, and Gijonito grabs the mic and goes, finally, LAFC has stars.' Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meaning like <laughs> oh. Navela, like it's so it's so funny. No, they were they were great about it.
0: That's cool. You know, there's always this talk on our side of the Mexican national team. You know, all of that. Then Vela is just like not happy, not at the happiest moment when he's playing football. And I do not believe that's true. I just think he's just so fed up with the national team and all the press that he's always like, yeah, you know, I'd rather be doing something else than going to the national team. And it's just been like narrative that he's like, if you remember Batistuta in 2001 where he loved polo more than soccer. I don't believe that that's true. I just don't think he likes from whatever happened in in the national team that he's just over it and he's done and he was not talk about it and everybody brings it up because we're sucking right now and Bella would be amazing. But did you guys get that feeling with him or he's just another, you know, goof that is really, really talented and he's there to play the game. I
2: actually brought up the whole thing about him loving the NBA. Yeah. And I was like, what do you want to do after your career? I was like, Hey, how about an NBA podcast? And he's like, oh, I like that. And I think, honestly, I think look, a short conversation with him. So I don't know this for sure, but what I got, the sense I got from him from having followed his career when he was at Arsenal and very young, to sort of how relieved he was when he got to LA and how you see him like be able to explore his other interests is that like, there has to be a moment in a lot of players where they're like, you know what? The dream didn't work out the way I thought it would. So why put all this additional like extra weight on my shoulders? Why Mm -hmm. not play it? Love it. Like it's a game, which it is. It's a game. When you start out, it's a game as opposed to make it to this like, overwhelming thing that you dread every day you know and I kind of get where that's coming from you know if if my comedy career completely stalled or something happened I'm not comparing it to Vela I'm saying for myself if something happened and I, I was told hey you're never going to get X whatever it is a, a late night special or whatever I'd be like you know what then I'm just going to get on stage and have fun I'm, there, mm. I'm not going to think about it as like this career you know where, where I need to hit all these different notches and put all this extra pressure on myself I just have a good time and you know, the fact that he enjoyed himself so much talking to us just about nothing, about joking about LeBron and and the Lakers and, and not bringing up the national team like Christian said and all these other things, you could see he was kind of like relieved to have that conversation with us. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and there should be a little bit of like, not not to say that there shouldn't be any pressure when you play with the national team, but there should be a little bit of like appreciation for the players who do play on the national team, right? Exactly. If you get to if you get to that point and maybe, you know, US men's national
2: team uh, uh fans you know this is the Mexican soccer <laughs> show, right? <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't the <laughs> no, Icelandic <it> national <laughs> <No. soccer> show. <laughs> but
1: and when we went to US Mexico uh, um, and, and, and in Mexico City, you you definitely felt that. I mean it was a nil-nil game but the the frustration of like it's just not good enough. We don't like these guys. And and when you're sitting there, I, I that was our first time at, at Estadio Azteca, and hearing just sitting next to fans and hearing them angry. We weren't in the, the U.S. American Outlaws section. We were with, with all the Mexican fans listening, and they they're they're frustrated with all the particular players and fuera tata and it just it's, it's it's there's no enjoyment. There's no enjoyment for the actual game. So mm-hmm. it, you can and look, they they're clearly fed up. Uh, but the but the standard is very, very high. But I can I can understand how players may not want to be a part of that when it's just like, yeah. relentless course, criticism. It's like you could
2: never really win. And it's like outside sh- of winning a World Cup, there's nothing qua- you can do that gets them. They qualified
1: that. and finished in second place in, in, yeah. in CONCACAF. It's like. Not you know, U.S. fans. Right. New U.S. fans. We
0: fin- finished in third. Yeah, and we're like, Yo, this is great. We're gonna win the World Cup, right? Like, and we <laughs> support the boys. <laughs> the, so- the opposite side of that is that okay, there's Vela, but a completely opposite way the way Chicharito is because Chicharito wants to be in the national team. Like he his his passion is to be there and be like his grandfather and his family name and soccer is his life. And he's so emotional when he scores. And we've seen him, you know cry in Real Madrid games when the pressure is there we see him you know uh, what he says in uh, in the national team uh, when he's in LA Galaxy and you know it's kind of like when you look back at it Vela's like I'm good I'm all right and she said he's like dude I wish I was there but you know Tata doesn't want him I mean that's the storyline right and it's kind of like totally two different paths and they're both okay is it that that doesn't want him? Is
1: that what it is? I mean, we heard all. We heard all, like forty different rumors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? I don't know. It's, uh, it's
0: it's ultimately he should be there, and yeah. it's the decision of the coach. Uh, you know, it is. The, it,
2: the, it, there is a childlike approach to the game, and really everything else about Chicharito, which you see mm-hmm. on camera and you've seen in the past. But when you're talking to him, you're like his eyes, his pupils are fully dilated when he talks to you, and. He loves the fact that you're having a fun conversation with him. And you could see that, like, even if he was getting roasted, he's like, oh, this is great. We're roasting each other. You know, (laughs) like he just has like this, like this, honestly like a magnetic appeal. And I even I started the conversation with him saying, like, this man has brought me so much pain as a U.S. men's national team fan. And when he already knew we were comedians and he kind of started laughing, he was like, oh, it's starting. This is the funny stuff like it's so it's so great. You know, it's like he's a little bit like a Labrador, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like you could mush a Labrador in the face and he's like, that was totally cool. Oh, we're playing. Yeah.
0: i yeah I, I right now like the last week he got a bad rap because he didn't sign like an autograph or something so the i was gonna say that but, but
1: but i saw oh, I, I was actually God. gonna bring that up to on tomorrow's show but i want to ask you about it because i don't know if you saw this this is where he was walking with the kid no no, no this yeah. is where he was signing autographs and uh, somebody gave him a mexican flag to autograph and he
0: that was right after that oh okay okay, okay so the I... first thing that came out was he's like the kid came jumped the fence he's like yo i'll get you over there and it looked like he told everybody hey i can only take pictures so go ahead and take pictures and everyone's like how do you deny a kid a photograph that's a perfect moment he's your idol whatever but he's like hey you know you jumped the fence whatever yeah and yeah, then yeah. another video of him getting the flag and somebody telling it he's like no but then he drops it down yeah right? so it's,
1: it's, the, yeah. the one thing i the, so initially i'm like oh man he does he have some sort of problem with mexico or whatever but then i thought do you autograph a flag i feel oh. like that might be rude
0: I think that, and that's ultimately what it came out. He's like, I'm not autographing that. His next motion was putting it down, maybe, which kind of looked like, oh yeah, but you're not autographing, but you're throwing it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just excel. It's so funny because. A month ago, Chicharito, this he should be in the national team. He's a savior, and like one little thing happened. Yeah, and yeah, like,
2: were, he hates children and the country. Yeah, some yeah. of the comment,
1: <laughs> some of the comments on the on the interview we did was like, "Oh, I'm done with him. He's not even Mexican anymore." I'm like,
2: Chicharito's not Mexican anymore. Yeah. You out of your mind, bro? <laughs> I have a hard time explaining how that guy's Canadian with that with that <laughs> uh, nickname. <laughs> yeah, I think gets, I think with with him, yeah. you could see like, and one of the things that look, no fan is going to care that I'm saying this, but we feel like sometimes we're fans that just kind of get a behind the scenes kind of peak. And we were in this massive indoor pitch with like two pitches in it. And it was literally built out to be a bunch of small studios and Chicharitos being led all around. he literally mm-hmm. must've said yes to hundreds of interviews. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine that in his regular day when this kid or there's a bunch of people waiting and he's, Done the most he possibly can He's probably like look guys I'm exhausted I want to eat or I want to go home yeah. I have a family so let's just do A couple of photos no autographs no nothing I, I kind of get it I mean if I'm that kid I'm probably going to Remember that probably be upset but at the same Time it's like at what point after how many Years at one point is, is enough enough You know where you're just like what am I supposed to do
0: No and it, and it, it wasn't even that Because I'm, I'm looking At it, I'm like it looks like COVID restrictions this is at a Houston game at the Houston in the night, I think they go, hey, I'm going to go say hi to them. What can I do? And it's like, you know, don't take any pictures because of because of our COVID regulations, because they're fans or whatever. It, I, I just tweeted that. I tag him, and he retweeted me, right? He's like, he's going, this is exactly what happened. Yeah, and I'm right. like, oh, that's that's the second time Chicharito's ever retweeted anything of mine. I'm going to go ahead and frame it again, because I have one frame of like a Chicharito <laughs> thing that I did. That's I'm going to frame it. Chicharito. I got so much hate on Twitter and DMs. It's like, you don't have to, you know, you know, you know, I have to stick up from everywhere. This is wrong and I'm like, are you guys kidding me? Like, I'm like, all right, cool. Why are you? Yeah. Anyway.
2: Yeah. The other Honestly. thing is somebody somebody tweeted out uh, our uh, clip and said like, uh, this dude belongs on the Mexican national team. God knows what he did. Something like that. And he either responded or quote tweeted it with the emoji, the hands out emoji. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, all
0: right, kind of cool. <laughs> When we are I was gearing up for this for this interview, it was it was um funny because I'm like, man, what things would be so different if we were doing well, we didn't we won the nations league, we won the gold cup, you know, we were okay. Vela was starting for Mexico, Chicharito was playing, and look at these guys killing it in the MLS. Like that would be like we did it. We beat the US in all levels, right? (laughs) Right? Right. And, and, and the whole media is looking for Chicha and Vela while they're playing in the national team, while we are, you know, while we're, you know, we're great, we're beating. And I'm like, man, it's crazy how things are just differently. In our lowest points, the two Mexicans that we want to be playing with are killing it in MLS, are yeah. the storytelling. Yeah. Can you imagine that extra cherry on the top if we were doing okay? You know, so yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure.
1: I'm pretty sure MLS is like, Tata, please call both of them up. We could, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Don Garber's like, do the
2: right thing, man. Don was like, remember when you worked here? <laughs> Things were pretty good. You won a trophy.
1: Because uh, you know, and this, um, you know, now that uh, Liga uh, MX has uh, lost twice in a row, twice, two, <laughs> two major league
2: Soccer. three if you count the Skills Challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a skill challenge last. You year. got one. So we're, you we're
2: got won. one, last but year. you lost we're three in a row. We on the
0: skill challenge, but this this league, MX, Emma. Even though there were more Mexicans playing in the MLS uh, for, yeah. the 11, for the starting hey, eleven, yeah, hey, it's
2: not a nationality; it's the
1: league. <laughs> okay, so, um, but this um All Star game definitely did feel like you know the, the the next step in the next level of really. Uh, um, trying to find that cross pollination with, with with between the leagues and really try to do thing, do things together, kind of like a rising tide lifts all boats. It's 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 growing, and I saw this on um, on Football Americas when they were talking about now we should do a combined MLS and Liga MX against a European team, which that that's probably the next step. And just like let's just all. Kumbaya, whole hands. We, we, you know, we as we destroy the <laughs> Europeans <laughs> easily. I mean, <laughs> that'll be the you know the enemy of my enemies my friend kind yeah. of a thing. So th- maybe that's the next step. But I, you know, m- more than anything, it's like uh, being in
2: Minnesota, and I don't dude, know Liga MLS, <laughs> Liga MLS Liga
0: MLS
2: Liga bro. Yeah. That would be wild. Uh, but more than anything, it's
1: like uh, uh, I love the you know, just seeing the, 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 I don't know exactly how many, uh, the, the Mexican population of, uh, uh, in Minnesota, uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure there's plenty, but it was really, really right. cool seeing that, that, that combination of cultures in, uh, uh Alliance field and, and there were people uh, are excited. The, you know.
0: Yeah, it was, it was great, hey, man. Hey, it's hey, absolutely I go back to There's so many people, ah, oh, whatever. This is just a money making machine. Go back and see the people that drove a few hours to get there that not, they don't get anything from Liga Amequis. No teams go up and play over there. You right, see right. And Chivas, Pumas, Cruz Azul, Tigres. They're all in the south. They're typical Mexicans, California, Texas, maybe somewhere around there. They don't go to the south and specifically the north. When that Liga Amequis, right? I was talking to some fans and we were trying to do something with them. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's gonna be a ton of people that are going from surrounding states from the and, and they never get to practice that. Right. To, yeah. to say, hey, this is cool. And, and because they don't get the national team name. And it's, it's what I tell people all the time. Yeah, sure. You see it as some money making thing and it's just for whatever. But I tell that kid that went to go see these all stars play. Yeah. You know, I
1: mean, we, we were seeing a lot of the there were a lot of kids that were at training. Uh, yeah. I mean, who saw Chicharito and Bella. I mean, they lost their minds. I mean, it's like, you know, we we're around it so much. And, yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're obviously not children and not going to get starstruck like or like if we if, if we were. But it, I got a little it, it makes a huge difference in these kids lives to to, to get to see they're like heroes. Uh, up close, so also you, remember
2: yeah. when we were at the game, all the all the fans that were throwing their kits at the League IMAC's All Stars bench and they were signing autographs. Like, there must have been I forgot who it was. Oh, it must have been a t- I, thought, I thought you said kids, they were throwing their kids, dude. <laughs> they were like, You take them, you know. Uh.
0: <laughs> I, it did happen, <laughs> that's why she you said know? he still denied that kid. That kid went over the fence, yeah. like, I can't, can't say no to the, the kid when child. he's in the lap, you know. I oh mean, you're God. like, Sign
2: the shirt or else I'm gonna scream. Terrible first touch. Not with your foot. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was a Chivas player who must have signed like a thousand Chivas shirts. And, you know, was was talking back. Huh?
0: Alexis Vega, was it?
2: I think it was. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't see his face. I just saw that. There was someone in between because it was like a little bit of a gap and some of the shirts were falling. So someone was in between just helping them collect the shirts. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Stop throwing your kids, you know?
0: <laughs> Stop throwing your kids. Oh, uh, well, I'm glad you had fun. If you don't get a chance to go, I mean, you're listening to us and you've seen him, I was, go check it out. There's so much that you, you, you can see. And, again, when are you going to see uh, Vela if it's not, you know, if it's not with LAFC? So this is, this is a chance. Playing with Chicharito. Right, won't be LA the national States. team. <laughs> yeah. In, in fact, Vela and team.
2: Chicharito have made more appearances on our show in this year than in the national team
0: <laughs> so
2: um, <laughs> i mean the stats the, <laughs> the stats, stats don't lie, lie dude <laughs> the stats don't
0: lie. um looking forward um you know the, the rivalry right mexico and u.s and and we'll be we'll be done in soon in a minute but I, I wanted to get you just your thoughts first of all really quick everything that's coming out right now how do you feel about this league shirt us there you go oh, look at world cup come on i mean it is uh
1: i mean it's uh i feel the same way weston mckinney feels uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean i'm pretty sure he might get in trouble for commenting on, under one of these leaked photo posts uh but he basically said that's I hilarious
0: in it <laughs> itself i always say there's so much madness in mexico i think that our 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 shirt got leaked by like media persons like kids it's like oh yeah my kids here are with a brand new shirt and everyone's like oh my gosh this guy fully leaked it like that and we're like we're a mess but weston (laughs) mckinney commented on there's somebody saying yeah i told them what i thought or what was it (laughs) that was weston likes to make it messy i tried he
1: said i tried to tell
2: y'all so look look
1: we're disappointed
0: (laughs) we're disappointed with it
2: obviously and i'm uh, actually not i'm i love a center you like it I like a center crest. I like the little the. I'm talking about the white kid specifically. I like the little the the nod to like the like the early 2000s with like that sort of weird blue patch uh, at the top that's kind of angled. Uh, looks a little bit like a like a simplistic Batman logo, and then you've got the tie dye ish kind of shirt. It's a little. Nah. There's something about it where I'm like, this doesn't feel like a national team shirt, but at the same time, I'm like. This is... I bet you people hated the denim shirt when that one came out,
1: and now oh. that's like $6,500. Well, this is not even near. All, all I'm saying is... It's not is... going to be a
2: cult classic. Uh, you don't know that. <laughs> There's no way. The like one it. is
0: like horrible looking, right? We talked about this, the, 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 the pop one. That's just... But every, everyone loves wearing that one, like the it's, bomb it's, pop, it's, bomb pop. Yeah, That's pop my the, favorite. Bomb pop is a great one. Yeah, well, that's we, a great I one. I saw him like, that's a horrible shirt, and everyone. <laughs> Yo, you crazy? That shirt. We nah, saw. Dude. Nah, dude. dude. Even but the dude. denim one. No, 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 no. I, but you look at it. It's there. Um, the, the 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 one with the red the 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 one you guys with the, with the, your whole um aesthetic with the blue and uh and red that's going on. I really thought that that wouldn't look good, but when I saw it on players, I thought it looked. Specifically, right. yeah. yeah. maybe
1: we'll, look. Maybe we'll feel
0: Anything's different. women maybe. on the women
2: for some reason. The yeah, horizontal bar one is horrible. <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> I remember the bars. It's like yeah. And that, this that is that this funny. one. This
1: is actually interesting because uh, Mexico and Adidas. They drove. We're at OSNYC right now, where, where we record our show, and they drove a a, a truck, a Mexico, a green Mexico truck. Uh, and and brought out the kits. We did a video on this. And like a whole thing came whole out thing. of the box, smoke machine. Smoke machine. And then this yeah. is what
2: the U.S. does? Come on. First of all, I'm waiting for a pickup truck to drive up <laughs> with a, a guy named Skeeter who gives me a USA shirt and then shoots a tin can out of the air. Come on, America. <laughs> they, need, uh, they need to... Wait, I mean, Mexico, I, I think... I think looking lungs. at the
0: shirts, it's the blue with like the tie-dye black. Is that... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then the white, right? And then the yeah, white. it's
2: not not great, it's not like inspiring shirts. I yeah okay the what tie dye does kind of look like a training shirt and then look and maybe for the for the fans uh, who might be rooting for the uh, for the U S men's national team listening to this just picture this shirt blazing past Harry Kane <laughs> as we score <laughs> our third goal against course, that tiny minnow shirt, of a country
0: <laughs> that can't even you go call into it like soccer. tank tops scoring into into that game dude bro. they
2: should come out and beaters bro <laughs> he
0: just he just beaters the old tank top I in told. The US.
2: I saw Greg, uh, Greg Berhalter, and I said, yo, you want to set a vibe? When we come out to play England, all the players are wearing low, all black Air Force Ones. Set the vibe, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. He's like, we may not win the game, but felonies might happen,
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's going to be a good game. I, I'm trying to figure out to, a way to get to that game because I would definitely want to be at that game. All right. Um, you know, really quick, you guys are, are killing it in my eyes in what you're doing Especially, you know, in the national team, in the in the scope of of being who you are, not only comedians, but being like us, raza, people like us, Latinx, Latinos, in escape where you see predominantly white. I mean, and uh, I wanted to give you guys just just your thoughts on that. On you know, especially in this time around, this day and age, uh, people overlook content creators like us. Um, and you know, how do you feel about that? How's your space and and, and, you know, what are you doing in order to continue to move forward in, in an industry which is very heavily dominated by, you know, your typical white man?
2: Yeah,
1: I think um, I mean, look, it's not a thing where we actively are like, let's inject some color in this space kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. It was part of why we started.
2: Yeah, but it wasn't, you know, it was I think when I when I presented to you the idea of like, yo, we could do this thing. It, I had mentioned, like, dude, it's yeah. wild white and it's wild suburban. So the, the 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 thing I would say to that is that just by simply participating
1: and and, and contributing into this soccer uh, uh, and soccer culture is you notice it's like at, in the beginning it was like jarring, I think, to people of like who are these guys? Right. And then at first, mm-hmm. at first, it's like who are these guys? And then all oh, they're comedians, like, wow, we had a lot going against. Yeah, this. yeah. There's like, oh, what? Well, no, we take this seriously. I'm, like, I don't, I'm not here to hear, like, jokes about this stuff. And then after that, I think once they get past that, then it's like, all right, where are they from? Right. Why do yeah. they know about the game? And then it's like,
2: un dominicano, un cubano. And there's also the, well, where do they play? And right. it's like, no. <laughs> FIFA in my grandma's basement. Come okay. at me.
1: All right, where I'm still playing yeah. and living, I got problems, and I'm I trying got, to sort
2: out. Bro <laughs> I'm in front of me, and I'm playing at Abuela's house. So the, the the longer we do
1: this, I think the more normal it feels, I think, to mm-hmm. everyone else. Like, I mean, one of the things that's, like, really inspiring to me is I have a cousin. He's a Dominican, obviously. And he started playing soccer for his for his school. And it's like, no one... Encouraged him to do this. Right. It was like, but he people saw, probably actively
2: discouraged <laughs> him from doing <laughs> it.
1: But he saw his cousin like talking about soccer, and and it wasn't, you know, I brought him to one of his first games uh, a couple years ago. We went to uh, yeah, Real yeah, Madrid yeah. against Atletico in Giant in MetLife Stadium, and and he was like in awe, and he was like thirteen at the time. And now yeah. the dude is a unit, and he's playing soccer, and 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 just seeing Dominicans playing soccer, and the Dominican Republic just qualified. For the Olympics, and so st- stuff like that makes me very proud because just from us doing our show, I get to hear more stories about Latinos that don't come from soccer-playing countries and how much they're actively trying to grow the game in their country. Like yeah. we have fans of our show that are scouts of the Dominican Republic, and we hear all the work that they're doing for on the on the men's side, on the women's side,
2: and. He, those things just standing in front of nightclubs (laughs) uptown. Any any of you know how to kick a ball? (laughs) You're in, yeah,
1: yeah, you're on the national team. I think that part of it, you know, I I, at least personally, I don't spend too much time thinking like about, you know, you know, quote unquote, how white, how white the sport is. I think we all know that that's the case. And I see, I do, I actually think like, but I'm not, but I, I say that to say that what we are doing, I think is helping change that. Right. That- I
2: get what you're saying. Like by virtue of doing what we do, we, we are making that change. Yeah. Uh, but I also think it's, I think it's important. And I think that's why when I was in LA, I said, Hey, I'm in LA for three weeks. This is just before COVID. I was like, if anybody wants me on that podcast, hit me up. And I don't care how big or how small uh, it, it doesn't matter to me. I literally would. T- I took an, an Uber once an hour and a half each way just to do this podcast. Cause it was deep in LA. And I was like, And, you know, who knows how many listeners they had. And in fact, they don't even do the podcast anymore. But it it was important for me that for a period of time, anyone who clicks on a podcast would hear a Latin voice or would hear Mm -hmm. more Latin voices or get the opportunity for for someone who's starting out to ask me that question of like, yo, what else could I do? Because I do want to help. And it's I do think it's significant to our culture. And I'm not saying it's like, you know, we need to beat the white man at this game. I don't think any of that. But I think for the longest time we weren't a part of the game. And mm-hmm. I think for the for the a good portion of the beginning of our show, some of those doors, they didn't really know to open to us. And we kind of had to wedge ourselves into it. And I think we found so much pushback uh, from certain people specifically. We we're still getting pushback. And I think to some degree, it's like we were willing to sort of when we started, we might have been the only ones, especially outside of like maybe the Mexican or, or South American culture that were pushing that narrative forward. Yeah. And I think we were more than happy to break some of those barriers down. And I get so inspired when I see people that are hitting us up, like especially happen at all, Star, being like, yo, it's because of y'all we started our show or it's like, yo, yeah. we're so yeah. happy. Yo, I can't <laughs> believe we get to see you guys for us. It was two things. Me for me specifically, it's like, yo, we're like, we're, we're not from the burbs. Like we're from the hood and we're Latin. And if we could get more people like that, like I wanted to see more people doing hip hop references and, and talking about sneaker culture and, and you know, making uh, references to basketball culture in soccer, which you didn't see before. And yeah. I just wanted it to be a bit more exciting, a bit more energy, a bit more of the stuff that I like to listen to. And since it didn't exist, I was glad that we got to start that. So I get the point you're making, but I think to some degree it is in the back of my mind still. Yeah. Well, I'm like, it's cool that we get to move that needle.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I, I love it. Um. It- <laughs> As, even though we're rivals in every aspect of the way when we see when amy and i get together and we're like oh how they do this is awesome because you yeah. feel that you know you're part of that family of doing of doing well and um and you guys moving up having great interviews doing that and we're all looking forward to it and that's that family aspect when we want all of us to succeed so um thank you thank you for you know for telling us that and i see that every time when someone goes you know because i saw you do it you know i want to do that also in all aspects from playing the game to cover in the game. I have, you know, a cousin of mine that said, do I saw you on TV on there? You know, that's what I want to do. I want to study that. And I'm like, you never see that, right? Because it's always yeah. one way. And, um, you know, so thank you for coming on. Uh, I have to ask you really quick, how how are you feeling about the World Cup before we go? Because I'm sure we'll, we'll have a chance to talk to it. You know, 100 yeah. days, the U.S., the team, how are you guys feeling? And uh, your projection of how far the U.S. is going to go.
2: U.S. is topping the group and uh, England, I think, comes in second uh, because I think every country in that in our group wants to beat England more than us. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, And I think we get knocked out in the uh, I'll say quarterfinals.
1: Yeah, that's I I think a a quarterfinal is like to feels realistic. It might sound crazy, but it feels realistic. I don't think we top the group, but I, I, I think we get out of the group. And but I'm I'm feeling good about the team, man. They look. See, one they, of us they, loves this country, I guess. Wow. <laughs> they just there's a certain level of of. I mean, you see Brendan Arrington at Leeds, Tyler Adams, uh, uh Timothy Wea You see some of these guys. I mean, the the, the concern. We we interviewed uh, Jesus Ferreira uh, from SC Dallas, and 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 hearing him, you know, talk about you know that 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 how much he believes in himself that he'll be the number nine for the U S men's national team. I'm like, when it's right in front of you, I'm like, yeah, man, you are, you're the guy. I don't, you know, and then like, like, <laughs> who do we have to kill, dude? <laughs> you know? Just who talk to. <laughs> So, um, so I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident. And look, our show, we, we talk about obviously European football all the time. So we have, a, when we're live, we have fans in Europe talking, especially in England talking a lot of trash. So, we we got we got to beat England. We got to beat England. That's it. I, we will. I, we will. I'm everything. Mm. Everything rides on that one game. I don't even know. If, maybe if we
2: don't even get out of the group, but we beat England. I'm like, we won. We nah, won the World Cup. Now nah, we we not only <laughs> are we top in the group, but we beat England on the way to do it.
0: I think uh, there is um, there is a quarterfinal match that if Mexico wins the group, it's Mexico U.S. The quarterfinal. Bro.
2: I mean, look, I'm done. It'd be, it'd be nice this, to have an easy game along the way. Yeah, you know? it'd be nice to get a little stretch.
0: <laughs> I, I, Maybe I, we I, could I, fly
2: Chicharito and Carlos Vela over in USA shirts. To yeah, watch. they
0: come in and they're like, well, we put them on. I think I quit. I'm out. I'm done. I don't ever talk about the national team if we get, right. if, if the US beats Mexico. We finally make it to the Quinto Partido and it's the US and you lose to the US. Like, <laughs> Every time
2: you think about the Quinto Partido, you have to think about how you lost it's it to over. the US.
0: Oh, I'm done. I, I'm just out. <clears throat> I'm gonna go yeah. and uh, cricket, cricket. It becomes a Mexican
2: American soccer show, like all oh, these cricket Mexicans show. in MLS. <laughs> the
0: Mexican cricket show, like it's like yeah, that's yeah. not being covered. I could be a good brand. There's some people. I- I'll be the first one, right? Cooligans, uh, guys, it- it's awesome to have you on. I will forever live the way that I didn't pass it to you. Uh, you know, Mr. Polanco, like you know, I get Bro, it. I I
1: You're lucky. You're lucky. I didn't bring it up. I, I thought you mean. would,
0: but I'll bring it up because yeah, you know, last, you, you last year's
1: all-star game you're lucky you didn't come to minnesota because i would have reminded you but bro we were, we were playing in a pickup game uh that they they put together and i'm on wiso's team i'm like i have been open net to just basically tap it in it's like nah it let me do let me do 40 Mbappe step over oh we
2: <laughs> pulled the uh, Nicolas pepe <laughs>
0: I just took it, and you know what? I'm reminded of that all the time. <laughs> uh, oh, we saw so
2: Pogba did his own thing. <laughs> <Bro>.
0: <laughs> all right, guys, thank you so much. You can catch the Cooligans on their podcast. We're going to retweet it, give you everything around. Please, please support. They're doing awesome, awesome things. You guys are welcome to come on, and vice versa. You know, here comes the um, <laughs> here comes the World Cup. So I'm sure you're getting a lot of inquiries from all over the world. Maybe like like messaging you, like, hey, can you uh, jump on? Like, if you can. Here it comes, and it's hilarious to have on. So love to hear all your thoughts and uh, that game. Uh, I, I'm definitely, uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see that England US game because it's. I think just like for me, I can just finally go. I'm fishing this game. I, you know what? If the US yeah. wins, that's hilarious. That's hilarious <laughs> just because of who England is. You know, I. I, I but at the same time, if the U.S. loses, I'm like, well, you know, it's it's England, so I'm yeah. I'm just kind of enjoying it that I, there's no pressure. It's okay. For we get to go against alone. USA in Argentina, so for the vibes alone, it'll be fun. It should be fun. All right, guys, thanks again, and uh, once again, listen to us on all of our platforms. Mexican Soccer Show on uh, Apple and on Spotify, and yeah, thank you again to producer Amy, doing an amazing job putting this all together. Nos vemos hasta la próxima.